episode 386 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and the fantastical, gigantical, nay, the greatest human being of all time, Jason Roberts. Well, I, th- I think you nailed it there. Okay. I think that, that's pretty much approved. it. Yeah. Gigantical. <laughs> that's a new one. Hey, I'm getting a little buzz. Are you... Do you have any idea what that might cause that? Is it... Do you have it now? No. It went away. Did it go? Is it gone now? It's gone now. Okay. I think we're good. I think okay, we're good. Do you, okay. Do you want me to do the intro again? No, that's fine. Okay. Whatever, cool. man. We're just. What do you? You love your radical transparency, right? So. Oh sure. Okay. That's no intro, radical no transparency intro. for you. All right. Let's keep it there. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, so so what's happening? Well, no. Wait. Wait. What's happening with you? You're the you're the main man who's had some breakthroughs, some mental breakthroughs. I mean, you. You, the man who denounced walking as being just not a, si- even good. a sissy exercise, a sissy it's exercise, for lazy, not good, exercise not for good lazy enough fucks. for real men. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll start with Project uh, Superhero, which is fine because, like, that's that's like practically uh, pretty much our busiest channel on Discord. I guess people have right. no problem talking about stuff. So, um, well, I think what I said to you. Uh, initially, as that I didn't think walking was going to be enough to lose weight. That was sort of my my opinion at the time. Foolish statement. Well, Which, well it, no, because because the yeah. thing is, the reason why because I remember Don Felker at just before you said it, Don Felker had posted on Twitter just how good it was, just how that's that's what you should do, and you were like, mm-hmm. nah, I don't know. Well, so why here, here's a, here's a couple things. Um, to just sort of uh, steel man my prior position is like just taking a, a one walk a day for 20 minutes isn't going to be enough. I mean, that's not going to burn enough calories to lose weight. If you're, if you're going to lose calorie, if you're going to try and lose weight at it, 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 enough of a pace to create momentum, you're going to stick with it. You're probably going to need a deficit of about 500 a day. Um, and uh, so you're going to need to walk um, a bit. You're not, yeah, not so just, exactly. Well, a stroll what, in the evening with your wife isn't going to cut it, right? You're like, I want to lose weight. We went for a stroll, and yeah, no, sorry. Um, okay, but you have been you've been like really thumbs up on walking on the superhero channel. You've been like, yeah, that has well, been a well, the, well, well, the other thing I did too about it is that you're it's there's limited cardiovascular benefit from walking. There's some, right. but you're talking about like I'm really out of shape. I need to get in shape. And you know how these benefits of like exercise kind of like cures all kind of problems, right? I mean, I'm not sure that. Um, oh no, there's studies. There's a lot of studies about wa- walking. Yeah, walking. I'm sure walking is better than sitting on your ass, and that's usually what they're comparing it against, right? Lots of studies are older people who are otherwise, or people who are otherwise sedentary, going from that to walking is is, is good, but if you do some more intense cardiovascular work. Uh, or or whatever, really get your heart rate up there. There's, there's a lot more benefits to be had, right? Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, sure. Right. So, in other words, 
you got to put in some if you want to you want if you want some real um results real fitness results real health results um you need to put in some effort some time you can't you can't just take the easy way out all the time and you have a tendency to kind of want to just whatever the easiest thing is to do exercise why that's exercise wise that's what you want to do so i'm always like dude gotta do more (laughs) that that's probably another reason right yeah, whenever, oh, you know, I just, you know, I'm just getting up and I do, you know, I walk for 10 minutes and that's good. I'm done. I'm like, nah, I don't know. But, um, so I was, uh, here's how this happened. I was, I, I hit a wall or a plateau, I had a plateau that was a wall <laughs> at the, at the, at the, uh, it was kind of the start of the summer. I, I got down to like just under a hair under 200 pounds, 198, 199.8. And I, and I, like two or three weeks just couldn't break through it and then it turned out it was time to kind of start doing trips and stuff so i was like you know i'm just gonna put the weight loss on hold maybe my body just needs a break you know i'd lost you know close to 15 pounds maybe maybe it was just time to just give my body a break and um and uh you know do the do all the trips and and everything and then i'll start again at the end of summer and so that's what i did and i ended up putting on maybe two and a half three pounds which is not a lot you know considering you know, when, cause when I would travel, I mean, I would just be like, whatever, I would eat pancakes and, yeah. you know, every day for breakfast or whatever it was. And, um, so, but after two, three weeks, I got back down and I hit that wall again at 199.8. I mean, just like, oh man, so specific. And again, it was like, I would hit it and I'd call back and I'd hit it and I'd be like, I couldn't even get in the 199.6. I, and I was like on point with my diet. I mean, I wasn't starving myself, but I had my carbs limited. I had my calories limited. You know, I, I felt like I should be losing at least a half a pound to a pound a week. You know, I was, I was a hard hour in the gym six days yeah. a week. And so I was getting really frustrated. And then I was watching this one video on YouTube. This guy had a Renaissance periodization. And it just kind of randomly came up. And this one guy, uh, Dr. What's it? Oh God, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's a, he's a professor of exercise physiology. And so he, and he's a, he has been a competitive, I think, powerlifter and bodybuilder. So he knows his stuff. And he spent a lot of time, or, or he has, some of his videos are really just debunking all these ridiculous celebrity workouts and really getting into the science behind a lot of stuff. Um, and one of his videos was like, you know, do you have to do cardio to lose weight? And he's like, uh, no, he's like, if you need to lose, and he's usually, most of the people who watch his channel are, I think are more, are, are into bodybuilding of some, at some level, right? They're trying to put on muscle. And so he's like, look, in fact, you want to limit your cardio, probably max 300 calories of cardio. But even that he's like, you know, if you're going to start hurting your gains that we jokingly refer to it your sweet gains and so <laughs> he's like dude just get a step tracker and do twelve thousand steps a day not that hard get your limit your calories you know cut a little bit you don't have to cut that hard and you're gonna lose weight hmm. i was like i'll take that challenge i'm like what the hell so i was so i was like sandy i need a step tracker <laughs> She's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do I have? Do I have one? She's like, that's broken. And so I ordered a, ordered a cheap, or I say cheap, an inexpensive Charge 5, Fitbit Charge 5. It's like 115 bucks. Because I didn't want the bit. I don't like the, the Apple Watch. is just too much for me. I don't, I don't like anything that big. And so um, set it up. And then what I found, I was first a day or two, I was like, holy crap. I was only burning about 2,800 calories a day. 
So I was like, oh, and my steps were low. They're like, I was like, you know, five, five, five thousand, six thousand steps a day. And so I was like, oh, because what's happening is I'm eating probably 24, 2500 calories. I'm burning maybe 28 ish. So 300 calorie de- caloric deficit is not quite enough, I don't think. Um, right. Because, you know, there's a little margin. Maybe I'm eating a little more than I'm, I'm eating a little more. And I'm burning People a little less. Underestimate. So maybe yeah, it's exactly. 200, yeah. maybe it's 150. So you're not making much progress. Yeah. And so then I started getting, and I said, all right, I'm going to, you know, get it up to whatever, 12, 1200, uh, 12,000 steps a day. And so I started doing, um, you know, just some walks around the neighborhood, just kind of throughout the day. And I got my calorie up, calorie burn. And it wasn't that hard. And I got my caloric burn up to about 3,200, 3,300 a day. Yeah. And, That's what it takes. Uh, and all of a sudden it was like, boom, 0.4 pounds, like lower every day down to yesterday. It was uh, whatever it was, it was 198.2. That's great, man. Um, So limited data, limited results. But as I always tell you, I think, you know, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter what the research says or doesn't say, try it and see what it works for you. Right. Right. If it works, it yeah. works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, you know, a lot of stuff in fitness and health and diet and food, you know, the, the studies are limited. They're not always of the highest quality, you know, and, and even when you do do studies, people respond differently to studies. I remember there was one a study I, saw, I read years ago. It was about, I was back when I was doing the whole vertical jump training thing. And it was like, they had three groups and they're all doing like, you know, should we do heavy squats once a week or heavy squats three times a week or one one set versus five sets? I don't know. It was like a little, it was quite a bit of variation. It was like three or four groups. And it was like, at the end of the day, it was like, yes, doing more sets is better. Most of the people jumped higher. And so you should do more sets. Mm-hmm. Except there was one group who did like one set and they beat everybody else. It was only some of them. It was like 10% of them, you know, which goes to show you that people's bodies are different. You're going to have, you know, some people's bodies say, yeah, I, if I don't really think about you, I'll say, I'll put you on more sets. But you might be one of these kind of people who just responds differently. And totally. so that's, you always have to factor that in. Everybody's a little different. Everybody's body responds to, to stimuli a little differently. And so whatever. So, you know, went on a little bit of a, um, a, a rant. Not a rant, but I was just like on Discord like, hey, <laughs> walk. Hey, people. You people walk. Walk. It's easy. I'm well, you know, it's almost like a dream. It was like, you know, if you woke up a dream and it's like, I had this dream where like all I had to do is walk around the block and I lost like weight every day. You're like, no way. Like, just imagine it was that easy, you know? And so I just walked every day and I lost it. You know, it just doesn't seem possible. It seems stupid. Right. But um so and so we, so oh go on. Well, was, well, when we had a woman at work who was I mean, she must have been 80 pounds overweight or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only thing she did was walk. And she walked it all off. She just did like an hour a day, um, every day. And that was it. Walk and diet. And see... She melted. I just She melted on Zoom. It was crazy. Over well, you a know, year. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting is they talk about like that fat, fat loss zone. It's between 60 and 75% of your max heart rate, I think. It's 60, 70, 60 yeah. to 70. Yeah. And for me, that's, I was like, that's so low. Like I get on the 
bike or something, I'm immediately it's like one it's like a hundred to hundred and fifteen or so hundred and eight to hundred and twenty five. That's something what you like are? that. What's your resting? Fifty eight. Huh. Down so from resting, like sixty eight. So yeah. your resting is fifty eight. But but yet when you start pedaling or something, you're straight up to one sixteen. Interesting. Well, I go pretty hard. Okay. okay. Like when I being being an athlete, I'm always like wanting to like just push things, right? I don't like to okay. sit there and go da 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 and read a book. I'm like, let's go, let's do it, let's go. You know, <laughs> I'm immediately doing it. Even I'm not doing intervals, I'm still doing intervals. I'm still pushing up the thing. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I could just pedal and level four and do. My heart rate wouldn't move at all, but I'm I'm there thinking, okay, the more work I do, the more progress I'm going to make the more results. So like, let's do work, right? I mean, I'm have to some sitting here doing something that's not fun. Like, let's just make it worth the time. So, um, but what I noticed is on my, on the walks, you know, by the middle of, after a few minutes, it's still like over 103, 108, but by the end, it's like 114, 117. So it's typically, and I'm trying to walk at a decent pace. I'm not like this, you know, thing, yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm not like the total, Stroll. But are you like compared to like an someone who's late for a plane in the airport? You know that I'm not walking that fast. Hell no, yeah. no. Okay. I mean, Sandy has a has a a pretty fast you know walking speed. I mean, I'm always like if we're walking somewhere, she's always like get out of the back seat because I'm like walk slowly. I mean, I do <laughs> not. People are like damn Jay, like pick it up, you know. And so when we were, I remember we were on a vacation. We went to New York and DC, and Izzy would constantly have to drop back with me. She's like, oh, I'm just going to go walk with that so we don't lose him. Because <laughs> Colby and Sandy were like gone. And I'm just like, I'm not walking that fast. You guys, whatever. I'll see you at the Empire State Building in a few. I'm not just whatever. And uh, anyway, so we're walking around, you know, a couple day, last few days. I'm like, do you want to, do you want, you know, I'm going to go for a walk or you know, do a block walk. Do you want to go? She's like, okay. And so she's done a two or three with me. And uh, I said, and I feel like we're walking at a pretty good pace. I mean, like, not. And, she, and I'm like, this is like your normal, normal walking speech? She's like, it's a little slower for me than my normal. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's cool. But I know when I go like, when I would go to like New York City, I mean, people are like flying. I don't yeah. know what it is. People are flying. I mean, and um, and people, I got, I got places to be or whatever. But um, anyway, so I'm not walking that fast. I'm, I, I am walking with purpose. So it's kind of in the middle. Okay, I'm not like on this like lost where am I walk, but I'm not in this. I'm like for a plane, and um, my heart rate's right smack in the fat burning zone. Coincidentally, so it's like I would not have thought that I would have thought that walk. I would thought you'd have to be jogging at least to be in the fat burning zone, not walking. I mean, I didn't. I I would not have thought. I was wrong. I did not think that. I do have to do that, but I mean. I just, even if I walk fast, I don't get into that over a hundred unless I'm, I mean, I do no, that, that that's wrong. Like if I'm walking for like 45 minutes, then I do at the end of the walk, I'll be like 140. Well, you have a really low natural heart rate, right? I mean, that's why even yeah. when you're out of shape, your heart rate is like one in the forties, your resting heart rate. Yeah, well, that's something Phil told me you guys, are, I mean, you know, so your, your heart rate, something that you're, is sort of somewhat abnormal in that way. <laughs> Well, it is. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. So, like what you was your be resting one fifty eight? Did you say? No, my resting is like a fifty eight. Fifty. If I get really out of shape, like if I don't yeah. work out for like when the pandemic stuff, my my um my resting heart rate would go to about sixty seven, sixty six. Jesus. Um, yeah, mine is. Um, I'm just looking at the last reading. Mine. What was mine? Oh shit, thirty nine. 
I mean, that's yeah, actually, see, I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah, worried about that. that, that <laughs> when you get in the 40s, that's elite athlete, but obviously you're not in any kind of shape. So it's it what your numbers are have no relation to like what they're talking about other people. Something else is going yeah. on with your heart. You might so want to have that checked out and be like, what's going on? It's probably true, but it's always been like that ever since I was... Well, it's like it's like when people have really high and like having hypertension, have a high blood pressure is bad. Mm-hmm. So you want to get, but having really low blood pressure is another kind of bad. It's not as common. Yeah, it's not something that most people suffer with. But when they do, they uh, they can they run into other issues. Now you may totally find your doctor might just say, I don't know, Justin, you have this like really efficient heart, whatever. You're just you know one one in a thousand people. So, but the numbers that you're looking at versus what other people are looking at aren't going to make the same kind of sense. So what you yeah. might want to do in terms of fat burn is just kind of maybe it's some multiple of your resting heart rate is probably a more accurate mm-hmm. way to calculate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, because I, I certainly feel like if I'm on a walk, I mean, I, I feel like there's something happening. Like, I feel like sweat is almost thinking about starting. Yeah. You know? I think that's about right. I think, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I've been, last two days, it's been a little cooler out, luckily. Yeah. And, you know, today it was like 68. And I went on a 15 minute, or it's a 13 minute block walk with Sandy first there pretty early on, right after breakfast. And then I went on a longer late in the morning. I said, yeah, I want to get one more walk in this morning. I mostly because I just wanted to listen to the Elon Musk um, pod, you know, uh, audiobook. I was like, all right, okay. I want to get to the next chapter. And um, I took like a 30 minute walk. And and by the way, when you're listening to an audiobook, like time flies. Like you're just thinking, like I'm gonna take, I'm gonna keep going because I'm like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna turn back home because I I I need more time listening. Um, and by the end of it, I was not sweaty, but it was kind of thing you know when you stop, then you start to sweat a little bit. Like yeah, you're outside, exactly. fine. So I had exactly. to like. I was like, okay, I need to turn the air conditioning on and go stand over the vent for a few minutes just to cool down. But that's like a 30 minute. So it's like, but my heart rate was like a 117. Yeah. yeah. So it was well, right in the middle, smack in the middle of the fat burning. So what I'm concluding from this is walking at a reasonable pace is put you, is fat. You're going to burn fat. Yep. And, but here's the thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Cause you were talking about you go on this like 1.6 mile morning walk that's your that's the thing you've been doing right how yeah. long does that take you about uh it takes me about for 40 minutes between 30 and 40 minutes but I, there's a there's a bunch of stuff i need to update you on before you horse me into walking i'm not gonna i'm not gonna horse you into it. Well, i was just gonna say <laughs> and we or we i want to hear about one thing i was gonna say <laughs> i don't think it matters so much if you do one giant walk or you break them into some smaller walks that are more convenient it's like, hey, because right. yeah. what I've been doing is like, you know, it's break. I'm going to do one right after breakfast before I really get heavy into work. Boom, 1,500 calories or whatever it is. Or no, 1,500 steps. I'm not sweaty and I'm, I'm working, right? It's, it's almost like if you were like walking to the train station to go to, the, go to work or something, right? Mm, yeah. The no, problem certainly. is with people like us who work at home, like you can literally do fuck all, like not walk anywhere, which based on your step count, it looks like you just don't do anything. When you're when you don't these walks, I mean your normal step range got to be around twenty five hundred steps, right? No six. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which means if you're I not don't going do any walks. Yeah, which you know that's 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 couch potato land, right? You just mm-hmm. you're 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 the kitchen, bathroom, couch. No, I'm often. like six thousand. If I do my long walk, I get to be six thousand. I'd have to I to do ten thousand or twelve thousand. I'd have to do more. I'd, I think what I'd probably try and do is like four fifteen minutes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, but what what I, the the point I was making is that I think this is really um, 
it's a problem for the work for home work from home crowd like us because you can really easily get to the point where you're really not burning any many calories because you're not going anywhere. You don't walk to the yeah. train. You don't even walk to okay, between floors or like, oh, I got to walk from the train. You know, it's like walk four or five blocks to the train station. I'm just making up the train, you know, whatever it is, the parking lot and then walk to the building and I walk to the next building over the meeting. Just, you don't even think about really walking a lot, but you know. I mean, London was the best for that. I mean, because it was all public transport and walking. Yeah. And most cities are like that. If you're in New York, Chicago, wherever you're walking all over the damn place. But even if you're in LA, you're still going to walk for the parking lot to the thing, and then you walk right, to get right. a coffee, and you walk to lunch. You're still walk. But if you're at home, I mean, dude, like you know, as you've demonstrated, don't even have to move hardly, right? Yeah, on my Sundays can. when I don't, when my non-workout days, you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm like at that 2,500 steps. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Mm. So so if you're doing that and you're and your caloric burn is that low, you don't even have to overeat that much to be slowly just packing on the weight. No, totally. Right? Which is me, it's not like yeah. people are being, it's not, it's, it's weird because it's like people think, wow, I'm not eating that much food. It's like, no, you're like, you're burning like 800 calories less or 600 calories less than somebody who just is out in the world just doing basic walking to get to things. And, you know, you, so I mean, you could easily put on half a pound to a pound more a, a, a week. Just working from home. Like yesterday, I did um, 6,800 steps and I burnt 2,860 calories. And so, you know, and that's even with like some, you know, some walk. Um, just look, I'm just looking at my typical burn. 2,800 the day before, 3,000 the day before. how'd you burn that many calories? Well, I guess you're a little heavier than before. me, but that's a lot of... 2,600 the day before. Okay. I, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess because I, I, I was doing a lot of, I mean, I guess I do do a lot of walking and um, moving around. I don't know. Well, no, because that, that, that would be captured on it. I mean, I think it's just because you're the weight differential. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. So if you have, what do you have entered in on your Fitbit as your weight? Uh, well, it's Apple Watch, and I have my, I have my last weight, which is 200 and... Um, 13, the last time I entered a weight was like 227. I haven't actually updated it. Okay, well, so you're weight. probably not burning that much weight because it thinks you're moving 230 pounds around and you're moving 213 pounds around. Yeah, 200. So you, so you need yeah. to lower that. 212, because... 212 is my PR now, my, my, be, right, my best record. which is great. Of, yeah. But you need to lower that because you're not burning as many calories as you think you are. So listen, can I, can I, have you given your, the bulk of your update? Yeah, go, can let's I, hear it. Let's I, hear it. Yeah. So my, my health journey is both fantastical and horrifical. Okay. <laughs> if there's a word. Okay. So I got into a really good place. Uh, well, well, I guess going going step back. So there's this is the whole thing's like a roller coaster. So I started doing the jogging, which I think I had mentioned in the last show. And I was like, "Oh, I can do the jogging. It's not going to be any problem. There's going to be no injuries." So I was doing 2 miles jogging and then after 3 days of 2 miles jogging, then you pulled I got a, an you pulled injury. A, you pulled a quad or something? Like the, 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 I didn't know that there was a muscle inside my shin. But oh, like you got a shin splint. Like a shin splint thing. And then that, I mean, I just couldn't do anything with that. But then also, because of where we are, um, like for example, just for me to, where we live, just for me to get out uh, of the house and start the walk, I'm on like a 10% gradient hill, which takes about, three minutes to walk down so it's a significant hill mm -hmm. so that 
is so painful to just get to flat land in the first place. So that's that's something that's getting in the way of my walking right now because I'm still suffering from two things. Well, the the, the, the shin splint is is kind of cured, but I guess because of the hill, my knee my knee muscles like they they're taking impact and they're like hurting. They're just so for the easiest walk would be to just drive down the hill and then walk. <laughs> <laughs> but getting down the hill just makes it painful to do this 15 minute walk. But anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I'm just no, going to no, tell you that. No, look, I mean if you got an injury, injury, you got to manage it. Like I mean, I've had <laughs> injuries so and I, like you can't. But I mean, this is just like the walking dust all over again. Please you get don't. the well, no. The, no, it's the madness. It's like dude, you got to <laughs> like when me or other people who have a little more experience with training and working out say dude just take it easy slow down listen You're to what we're to saying. walk four times a day that's not taking it easy that's like doubling the amount that i'm doing i'm not saying you have to do it now but i'm just saying is because when you said i said you did six thousand steps probably isn't enough you need to up it a little bit i mean that's come on and you're like, well, I can't fit it in. I'm like, how can you not fit in a few 15-minute walks? Give me a fucking break. You're not that important. You're not that busy. Because you're not the hurts. president, okay? <laughs> because right, okay. it hurts to go okay, down the hill. Fine. But I didn't want to say that on Slack. Right. Well, that's because you got a little, you got the madness. Stop giving in the madness. Have a little more patience. It's it's this is a, this is a marathon. You know what I mean? So, All right. So let it heal. I'm So I'm not saying go walk four times a day with a shin splint or a knee injury. But I'm saying is, yeah, get a morning walk in if you have to, if if that if you like getting up and doing that, that's great. But and I think that is good. But what I've just started doing because if because if you think of a 45 minute walk, because I was I was like you at first, I was like, ah, man, I don't have time for that. I got to work. But yeah. it's not hard to work for an hour or an hour and a half, and and re- you realize that you're starting to lose focus, and you're checking Twitter or Hacker News. You're like, wait, what am I doing? Let me just go walk for 15 minutes. And not only do you get in the steps and burn the calories, you kind of reset and you're ready to work. But if you just sit down there like checking Hacker News, you're still not really recovered. You really want to work. You're kind of like, you yeah. still, your, your, your butt is still numb. Your back is still, because you're sitting in a chair, you're still kind of like, I don't want to work. But if you get up and walk for 15 minutes... I mean, it's like, how long does it take to get coffee or go to the bathroom? It's, like, it's, a, it's like a palate cleanser between meals. Exactly. So that so you can't claim I don't have time for a fifteen minute walk. I just don't have time. It's like go before go before each meal. I go in the it. morning. I mean cool. it is insanely hot in Moorpark. It like we are talking like really, really hot. Like in the nineties. But we're coming to the we're coming to the um you know, the winter now, so it should be better. But anyway, I'm already doing I mean, I'm like I'm already doing at least six thousand a day. So really it's just a question of just adding on an extra amount. Um, and maybe splitting it up into sm- shorter walks. But look, let me get to the blood sugar part um, before everyone loses. Well, one last total thing interest. I want to say. One last thing I say. Oh, okay. Rope, rope Georgie in for one of the walks. That's what I was saying. I was like, you want to go for a walk? She's like, yeah. Take a walk with your wife for fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. You know, okay. Do a walk and talk. I'll, I will she'll, try. She'll that. like it. Say, hey, you want let's take a quick walk for before dinner. We'll walk after dinner. She's like, it's okay. easier for you though because you you can leave your ki- kids at home, you and you can leave your kids kid. and dog at home. How cold your what? kid? He's he's six seven. He, yeah, he's he's too young for us to leave him at home. Eight. He's eight, and you can't walk around the block. Well, I mean, I we we wouldn't. Okay, we did. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, let's. <laughs> I'm sure you would, but that's that's a whole different thing. Um, so re- regarding the blood sugar, 
I was doing amazingly well. Yeah, you were. You were and in the gray. I was like, I like, I mean, and I'm. It's not just in the gray. Like I was, I was in totally normally healthy ranges yeah. of around yeah, one ten to one one twenty one twenty five. Yeah, I clicked all up the, on the fire the emoji on the fire emoji all I was, the time. That was, was and then someone said, "Okay, now you've got this nail. The next thing you should go for is to like lose weight. You want to get down to one seven five and lose weight, lose weight." So then I'm like. Yeah, he's right. I've got this nailed. I should really go to lose weight. So then I'm thinking, all right, what's the what's been the most proven way to lose weight? So I'm looking at Doug. So it's my fault. So I'm looking at Doug and I'm like, all right, Doug has done this one meal a day thing and he has nailed this and he's completely lost this weight. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do one meal a day. So guess so keeping in mind the reason why my blood sugar was so low was because I'd followed the mastering diabetes plan. I'd cut my fat intake to less than 40 grams of fat on average every day mm-hmm. and my carb intake to like 30 grams 40 grams and you so had experimented mainly... with them very versions of of levels of fat and it turns out that really was what worked for you right that was what worked so anyway so then i go on the one one meal a day but of course it was actually very easy for me to maintain one meal a day because i'm just i'm just going there and eating what you're kind of supposed to eat on one meal a day which is like a super high fat meal so something like a pollo loco. So I'm going there for pollo loco, having three chicken breasts, some beans, and some uh, not three no no th- a two you know a three piece meal, two chicken thighs and a wing, and then um, like half a half a thing of beans and half a thing of mash, and that's it. That's what I'm eating. And so my blood sugar's not really going crazy because I'm eating very very low carbs. In fact, less carbs than I was previously. But what's happening over the week, and my weight's going down, but what's happening over the week is my blood sugar's just, the general trend of it is slowly going up. As the level of fats in your As blood As the is level increasing. of fat goes in my blood, and because it's like, and I'm like, where the fuck is the sugar coming from? Where's this glucose coming from? And basically, it's just exercise. It's just like d- going out and doing stuff. The body generates glucose. And so that glucose that my own internal body was generating was not going back into the muscles because the insulin resistance was being raised by the fat. Mm-hmm. So therefore, no sugar, the high fat diet is just not workable for me. So anyway, so I so I realized that and I'm like, it's slowly gone up to the point where it was almost out of the gray range back into, you know, back into high ranges. And so, you know, since that time, which I guess was a little under two weeks ago, um, maybe a week and a week ago, I've just been focusing on going back to that low low fat. What diet. works, but it stick with it, what's it works, working. But it, but it, it it still takes time to to come down. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like I don't know. It could be two to four weeks to get it back to those low those low numbers. But that's but the the good thing about it is is I really understand. I really know what works and what doesn't. And you know because so many people will say, oh well, if you you know if you if you want to bring your blood sugar down. Just do, just go on paleo. Just, just go on like low fat, barely any carbs. Well, that doesn't work. Well, not for me. <laughs> what have I said over and over again? You have to experiment with yourself. You have yeah, a different. Right. You have a complete. I mean, not only is everybody different. I mean, you have a medical condition yeah, yeah. that when they they're not talking. Well, what about people type two diabetes and fatty liver? Uh, well, they're not really say talking about you. It's like when I go read about working out. Are you talking about people in their fifties? Oh no, we're talking about people who are twenty five. I'm fifty three. Going on be fifty three, right? different yeah. there's a different set of um constraints 
you know, that apply. But then you also, even given that, those are just averages in this range or what would probably work, but then, you know, you're different. So look, I mean, the reason that, you know, I was give, I was telling you not to do the one meal a day thing is it was one of these, it's, it's, and it's, it's extreme. I'm not yeah, an expert on diabetes. I do not claim to be. But one yeah. meal a day is extreme behavioral modifications, hard to maintain, even for people who, you know, been doing some version of it. They, of, of uh, intermittent fasting, work up to that. Even then, a lot of times, they don't maintain it for that long. And you're like, I'm doing it. It's a walking desk. I'm going to do hit every day. It's I, the no, same but I actually found, I found it, I, I genuinely didn't find it hard to stick to the one meal a day. But it's still because, extreme, even behavioral. It's yeah. extreme. You right. found something that worked. So... My advice still stands. You need to lose weight. Yeah. And the so best really way to do it, that is just do what you are doing before. Do what you're doing before. Walking. Eat meal-wise. Just do that. Yeah. And then just well, get him some more walks during the day. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. That'll, 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 that, I mean, screw the jogging. I mean, you can work on that later. Like, let's get you down to, get down to 185 pounds or whatever. And then you can, then you can do other stuff. I mean, that'll build back up. I mean, that'll fix that's, a lot of stuff. I mean, I think, yeah. I think, you know, getting, keeping your blood sugar down, like you said, you, you know, it's making you feel better. But I think if you lose weight, it'll be, just become physically easier to do things, It'll be less pounding on your, uh, on yeah. your knees if you want to do a little bit of jogging. And, um, I don't know, man. No, I totally agree. No, I agree. I mean, so that, so that is the plan. So I'm just, so I'm, I'm now just working towards getting back to those good, uh, blood sugar levels and those good eating patterns. Um, and again, it, you know, it just takes mental effort and time to gradually get there, uh, from, from the other place. But, um, I am feeling good about it. Um, well, let me just, ask I know you, what to do. Let me ask you a quick, real quick. Oh, so your, so your shin splint's better now, but you have a knee issue now? No, it's not really, it's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's better. I would say it's less prevalent. Can you walk at all? Oh can yeah. Walk yeah. I, I can do. I'm so so I, it's like when I get when I get up and I do that first walk of the day. I'm so going down the hill is the painful part. Then when I'm down there, I then just do the long walk, and that's all fine. And then coming back up the hill is fine. Walking uphill is fine. Well, then try really down just the that. damn hill. Then I mean, for Christ's sakes, don't don't aggravate the injury. Like nobody's giving that. nobody's giving you you know points for walking down the hill. Nobody cares. I was thinking that. Yeah. I yeah. Walk. Do, do, if something aggravates an energy an injury. Unless a physical therapist says, no, you need to do this for X, Y, Z reasons, you probably should just stop. Just don't aggravate yeah, it. Let your body right? heal. Just give it a chance to heal. That's what yeah, I was and, and like I said before, you know, if if you need to take shorter walks, you know, sometimes it's like, I mean, if I, if, if, I mean, obviously you can walk back and forth. The kitchen doesn't hurt. So, no, so but the, I mean, it's perfect. It, it makes sense because I can walk the dog. I mean, the dog obviously wants to be walked like he's a, he's, he's a, walk- he's a pain he's a in nut, the ass. He's a nut for walking. I mean, he's, no, a, he's a pain nut. in the ass because he's not walked enough. So, you know, walking him more will make yeah. make him easier to handle. Do you walk your dogs when you go out? I do. Why? Well, I no. I walk her once a day because she's a um, she's a pain in the ass. Like she, she's a hundred pounds and she's strong <laughs> as hell. And she only wants to go where she wants to go. She walks me. I just kind of like where where you want to go. That's I not going to work. I cannot make her go. I mean, sometimes I've had to like practically lift her up because she has a harness because she's so strong and she'll pull up in the dog. She'll try and go after him. And I mean, picture something that look, I mean, you know, it looks like a wolf, right? 
half husky, half shepherd. But she's only a hundred pounds. I thought you benched three hundred. I mean, what's the deal, what's dude? The I mean, it's yanking against me with all her might. I did, like someone just out of nowhere. And she's like, Jesus, like yank your elbow or shoulder. Anyway, so <laughs> I, we only go where she wants to go, and then we just stop and sniffs and the stuff. You know, I mean, you know, I so I walk her every day for like a half an hour, but um, I don't. And she only That's not included she, in the in the Fitbit. Yeah. Oh no, what is? But I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, it's I not much. She, she she's kind of lazy. She wants to do that, but I don't think she, if I said, "Hey, let's go for a walk," she'd probably go like around the corner. She's like, "All right, let's go home." You know. So I'm just audio book. I'm audio booking it. Okay, so let's talk. That's a great segue because I I really hope that you finished the Elon Musk audio book. So I finished the give- whole thing. I've I've told you I'm only going to listen to it on the walks. I mean, I walk a lot. Okay, how much have you much. listened to? How much He's, have you listened to? He's uh, maybe like. He's got like seven people working at SpaceX. Oh, okay. So was that maybe a quarter of the way in? Did you read the first Elon Musk book Mm-mm. by by Vance? No, I I read that one. It was pretty good. But um, so are you are you enjoying it? Like, what's your what's your thoughts? Yeah. Well, yeah, and and by the way, I think it's a really good hack is just to have like a good audiobooks and only and only allow yourself only allow yourself to listen to them on the walks. No other no other time. Then you'll be like, hey, I think I could do a walk right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Otherwise, instead of going, I don't want to do it, I walk. I just sat, I sat down and I'm coat. He's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, go for a walk. <laughs> um, the other thing, by the way, before I get into Elon Musk, the other thing is phone calls, man. Anytime you're doing a phone call, someone says, hey, let's do a Zoom. Cool. Hey, just call me on my phone and then just, all right, I'll, I'll be ready to go. And then you're out the door and then you, your 15, 20, 30 minute phone call goes by like that. And you got your work call done or your phone or call with a friend. You know, Phil, Phil, call me and I'll be like, all right, go on next 45 minute walk. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, I like it. I mean, it's good. I mean, I obviously I know a lot of the story as you, you do. I, I know a yeah. lot of this kind of stuff out of read over the years, um, but uh, some of it not. And it's, I think, you know, Isaacson is a good biographer. He, he did a great job. With, he did a great job with Steve Jobs biography um yeah this seems good i i listen, I, I i saw the interview with um oh what's his face alex friedman mm-hmm. and then i saw there was a wall street journal did like a 30 minute interview which i liked a little bit more lex gets a little he, he's so he does these such long interviews that it's just sort of i don't know there's a lot of i don't know like fluff but you don't really get into the good stuff some of the times a little kind of bullshit but um I liked it. I give it a. Th- I would definitely. If you're like a tech startup type person and uh, or an Elon Musk fan or any of that kind of stuff, it's it's a it's good. I mean, it, it explains his personality a little bit. You know, his demon mode and sort of the, you know, he, the, him being bullied and beaten up. I'm kind of been hospital for ten days. Got beaten up by these guys so badly and. I mean, Jesus. I mean, there's one thing bully where somebody made a funny comment about my shirt and bullied me. You know, I mean, that's that's the bullying that most people actually go through. Most people don't get physically beaten up, much less punched in the face, much less being beaten so badly that your face was unrecognizable when you're in a hospital for 10 days. So, and then being, um, being uh, psychologically abused by his dad, who his brother calls a dark human. He's like, I mean... Um, he had a really, really rough, rough time of it, and being kind of Aspergery by nature uh, means he doesn't have that sort of natural intuition in terms of how what he says the impact that will have on the people. That was um, 
that was something that I really um, thought was good in the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, documentary was how he spoke about his brother because he had a really bad, hard dad. And he's like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, you know, the, those conditions, those harsh conditions turned me into the person that I am, this sort of high achiever, but turned my brother into this person who was, well, suicidal, essentially. Yeah. Um, so it's amazing how people's core personality just reacts differently to to the pain. Yeah, some people, it makes them, makes them hard. Like my dad's father was real, real hard ass. And... I can't remember what it was. He he said something to my dad. My dad was like, you know, 10 or 12 years old or something. And it's something about like money. He wanted it, you know, money for to go to the movies or something. I don't know what it was. And his dad gave him a really hard time. My dad was like, all right, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm going to ask you for money again. And he went out and making tons of money, you know, doing all these entrepreneurial things and just ignored his dad. So he, my my dad was as a result but he has a real tough inner core that just made him hard and self-sufficient. And, you know, I've talked a little bit about, I mean, I had a lot of pretty horrible things happen to me when I was younger and that just made me like, all right, I'm on my own. Fuck. I can't depend on anyone else. I'm just going to just crush everything. That's, that's my, that's what I'm doing. Like I can't, you know, it's like parents get divorced my dad's company goes bankrupt. My mom gets dying of cancer. It's like 90 pounds and bald and can't move. My dad goes to jail. Like, my life fell apart. I was like 14, 15. And it was bad. And uh, I just completely um, was all right. I'm on my own. I got nobody. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was the opposite for me. The opposite. I mean, um, which is so interesting. Because, uh, you know, my parents were totally useless and I had no, I mean, they, no, no parenting whatsoever. And um, it, it made me seek the refuge of others. It just made me like, look, look for, looked, looked for other parents. You, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, I, this world dealt me a card where I had no parents. They're so freaking irresponsible and they don't pay any attention to me and they're just off ignoring me. So will you be my parent? <laughs> Well, you know, it was I, really weird. I was lucky enough that I had a good, I had a good childhood up till I was, I was thirteen. Right, everything was very stable. Everything I had, I was idyllic. So a lot of my formative years was just marked by just did well in school. I did well in sports. I did well socially. I had a really secure, you know, middle class family. Like you know, everything was good. And I sometimes I, I tell stories back to I was telling to my the Izzy the other night and I was like God man I had kind of an idyllic life in a lot of ways like things just went well for me until they didn't but I was already kind of formed by then and it was like all right now you're in this shit what are you gonna do but I was already trained right I was already formed I was already had a strong self identity sense of self a lot of a strong uh, self belief right so that was already set. When things fell apart really for put, me. I'd never really put those together about you, your dad going to prison and uh, you having such this requirement for like absolute honesty. Well, I don't know I, if that's, I don't know if that's. They seem obviously linked now that I think. You could, about it. I mean, you can link it, but I don't think that's, I think that happened before then. I think I've always 
I don't like, I don't like lies. I don't like obfuscation. I don't like bullshit. I don't like manipulation. But you know, it's like that one of the difference between, between us, and this could be, you know, probably genetics, just kind of who you are, the kind of genes you inherit from your parents is your go-to emotion when you're negative is sadness. Mine is anger. Mm. I'm ready to fight. I can go from yeah. zero to a hundred in a millisecond. You know, my I can just right under the surface. And my daughter Izzy's, I mean Aries, Aries like that. And we joke and we call it Hulk mode. Uh, Hulk mode. We call it Hulk, or Hulk level. She's Hulk level one through five. It's always always, you know, like in um, the Avengers, and it was like. He, he like the Bruce Banner shows up to New York City. I remember that they're being invaded, and they said, "Well, how can you just turn the Hulk?" He's like, well, "You don't have to be angry." He's like, "My secret is I'm always angry," you know. And he just goes, turns and just like immediately turns into the Hulk. And I, I have that, and that's kind of part and parcel with my competitiveness. And Airily is the same way. She's hyper competitive. And she's just, it's not that she doesn't, she doesn't throw a temper tantrum. She doesn't lose control of it. And she doesn't, she, she's never gotten in trouble for losing her, for losing her temper. And people who don't know her, it's like, oh, she's a sweet, but they don't, you just, it's, it's under the surface. They wouldn't see what's driving her is it's not like, oh, I feel bad. I'm sad that she doesn't, she just, she gets, it turns into fight. You know, you know. I'll I'll tell a story that's uh, that's very personal, but um, I think I can remember the moment when I decided I didn't want to be. I, I I just it wasn't even decided. It was just like this natural moment where I couldn't be angry like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at boarding school. I was super young. I was sent to boarding school super young, and a lot of people were picking on me. And there was one kid who I knew was not as you know, I just, I just knew that I had a chance with this one kid. <laughs> so, tri- so, so trickle, trickle down. I just slapped this kid across the face as a trickle down to all the other bullying that I had had. And he was in absolute tears. He was in so much tears. He was like buckled on the floor. And that feeling was so overwhelming. Me, my, my shame, my, I've hurt someone that bad. I just, I, I just even thinking about it now, I'm I'm just like choking up. I'm like, I am never going to have that feeling again. Hmm. That is the worst feeling I've had in my life. Hmm. I do not want to hurt anyone ever. Well, and so therefore, I, I I stopped any kind of anger back in that in that way. Um, yeah, see, anger moment. doesn't have to turn into violence. It doesn't have to turn into um, yeah, it doesn't have to turn into violence. It doesn't. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, of course. When you were seven, if you, if you, you can don't control, really know that. if you can control it, it can. It, but, but anger is like can be like a rocket fuel. Yeah, you know, it's know like, it now. for it's like in a competitive. It's like you don't fold. People want to push you. They want to, you know, they 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 they, they once they can kind of see that anger under, they're like, okay, this guy's not going to move. You know, I mean, that's where parenting helps. So then you have a parent who basically helps you in that scenario and says, look, you know. To like something like you just said, it's okay to be angry. You can use your anger in, a, a, you know, like rocket fuel. I mean, yeah, that's that's why parents are so are so good to have. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, I mean, you, um, 
I had uh, when things went badly for 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 me or for my family. It was when it was after I had already sort of, you know, I was already thirteen, fourteen. You you didn't have any of that, right? You had years of just like you said. I mean, you had, I, didn't uh, have uh, have any of that stuff. Apologies if this is too too deep um, for the audience, but um, also not apologies because I was I was almost kind of wondering like should we have like a, a section where we like say a thing that happened to us <laughs> at well, some stage you know like maybe it, towards the end of the show in in a podcast like <laughs> this thing happened to me when I was like twelve no, I, well I just you know I think it's I think it's fine to be open and tell stories and you know I, I think it's fine I don't think you have to I mean it's not a like a it's not a psychologist you know whatever therapist session and but I also yeah, don't the- I also don't believe that well, these bad things happen to me, therefore I can't be successful, or therefore I'm, you know, this is an excuse. Fuck that. You know what? We're an adult. Fix it. Change it. Solve the problem. Win. I mean, a, a lot of people, like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, all those terrible, terrible things that happened to him are the exact reason why he became successful. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so I... um I'm always a little bit, um, I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this a little bit and I know that kind of it rubs you a little long way, but I think a lot of therapy turns into a lot of, it becomes very self-indulgent and doesn't really go anywhere for most people. It just is a way for people to just sort of wallow in feelings and therapists to charge, charge their fees and, you know, whatever. It's like nothing happened, nothing changes. These same people are still have the same problems 10 years later than they did before. Not always. If you well, good, you, know, you know, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I mean, I wouldn't, okay, so I, I'm certainly not a, a pure believer in therapy because, for example, I did two years of, I did two years of Freudian analysis therapy. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that the only thing that I got out of that was to just absolutely hate my mom. And it, it, it just taught me to really dislike her. And that was and probably that, not healthy. It's, it just wasn't helpful because like she's still around. I talk to her all the time. And so so the thing is, I'm the kind of person who d- kind of, if I'm pissed off with someone, I'll tell them. So then we had like two years of me just telling her how annoyed with her I was. And that was so unproductive. <laughs> so unproductive. <laughs> so now it's, it's, it's it, all, the, the wounds have been healed now and it's all good now. But it was a really tough, tough time. Yeah, and it was only because of only because of the analysis that. But I mean, I suppose in one sense it's good because before that I'd kind of had never really acknowledged her role, you know. In in I I'd only it was my dad was the only bad person in my mind, mm-hmm. so it, I just hadn't quite realized that it was it, both parents were you know were the issue. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, well. Um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's move Yay! on. I didn't get too much into the psycho. Happy times. Bible, uh, psycho, psycho babble. So what's, um, oh, I had a curious speaking of, so you changed your headshot on discord. What was, what was that about? You got this ancient I, headshot I thought from you like, were gonna ask. from 2000, gonna ask. from like what? You're like 35 or something? No, 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 it's not. It's not even a picture of me. But I thought you could ask. So basically, you remember that you remember that fad when all the um, the AI profile picture maker came. That's not a picture up. of you. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, it was. I've seen that picture before. No, it's not a picture. It's it isn't a picture of me. Um, Who's it a picture of? Well, it, it's a picture. Okay, did you hear what I just said? I mean, we're yeah, I'm listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You said it was a picture of what people would like doppelganger thing. 
No, no, the the AI oh, profile generated. maker. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So basically you upload like 25 pictures or whatever, and then it generates pictures of you. Mm-hmm. So I uploaded a bunch of pictures, and all of the pictures that it gave back were so bad. Mm. So bad. Like literally looked nothing like me, but also made me look like, I don't know, 100 pounds heavier. Except for this one picture. And I thought, oh, you know what? That picture's okay. All right, fair enough. So I liked it because it's, it's almost aspirational. And it kind, of lo- it kind of looks like what I used to look like, kind of. But it's be- I, ne- I don't think I ever looked that yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it's, it right now. You have a suit on, a black suit, and you have... Yeah, I, I never looked is- that good. So it's, it's, it's an aspirational concept, which is what these profile pictures are supposed to be. Mm. So along with the current journey that I'm on, I wanted this aspirational picture, really. I liked it. It's a good representation. It's an avatar. Well, I got bad news. You're never going to have uh, that much brown hair again. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> your hair's never going to ungray itself. I've noticed my beard does not get let get less gray. It just doesn't happen. Uh, I know. <laughs> I aspire and to I, be I 15 years old I, again. And I was wondering if if you hated it because it was like dishonest. You know? Yeah, like, I didn't like it. And I like I it. So. it. It it feels right. it feels like false average. When people put up pictures of themselves that are just completely um uh I mean it's one thing if you do like a it's if it's a um you know if you're, I'm I'm a frog or whatever. I mean I don't even like that stuff very much cuz it's like dude what do you you know but some people do stuff like that. But I I think it's annoying when uh you know picture is really really old and you run into me like whoa whoa you don't even look like it. What <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, but that picture you had before that—it was already a very a picture of me from very long ago. Yeah. When was that? That's like twelve years ago, fifteen years ago. That was like two thousand and ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Or maybe even twelve, yeah. two thousand twelve. Well, I don't like I said. I don't even like the fact. I hate it when people. I, I don't like it that people don't use their real name on Discord because I don't know who the hell anybody is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm like I. You know, you're a timer. Like I, you know, ref three and crypto. I. I don't know. You know, I like to know who people are. You know who Veraptor is. Well, I know him because he told me we were on a. <laughs> we were on a private thing. So I was like, who? I don't. You know, because I asked him. He's like, well, you know, he had said the same thing. Probably everybody else says, like, ah, oh, you know, I really like the pseudo anonymity of the internet, and you know, and I'm like, I get it. Doesn't mean I like it. I, you know, I don't, I like, I like to know who people are. I think about that. I take, um, yeah, like I do screenshots of my, of my charts because mm-hmm. I don't want the EXIF data to have the location on the internet, you know? Why? I don't know. What are you afraid of? Because, because like, I mean, I'm not afraid of anything, but what, I mean, it's just, just personal information that probably shouldn't be up there. If I, I bet you, I bet you Veraptor does that. He doesn't post anything what, that has exit I mean, location like, data. I don't, I don't get it. Like you're, it should be up there because I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the, this you don't know what you don't know. You don't know the things you don't know. You know? Oh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, that is true. There is the unknown unknowns. They'll rum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unknowns unknowns. I mean, but, I don't know why it shouldn't be up there, but there must be a reason why. Why? I mean, just just. It's, Do you have it's an abusive like, ex-husband that I don't know about who's 
<laughs> tracking you down. I mean, maybe then <laughs> you don't want it. I mean, that could be true. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I've been meaning to tell you about that, Jason. Um, That's our next session. You know. You're going to say that. Yeah. Some stuff that happened to me this week by Justin Vincent. <laughs> but I, I, I hope you don't cut cut the stuff out of this. Are, are you going to? No, no. You're not going to no, cut it. Okay, fine. cool. Um, all right. So, how about Math Academy? Math Academy. Um, where are you at with number? Like, is, is are you still on the same plateau? Uh, I think things are starting to pick bit? up again. You know, we had kind of a, you know, we <laughs> there is a there is a certain seasonality to things where people sign up for the summer and then the summer's over. And we got a lot of when people cancel, we have a cancel reason, and then on our dashboard we can see the reasons that people put. Yeah, and yeah. the and most of the ones for kids were either, oh, we're back in school now, really busy, don't have time for it, or some version of that, which is, oh, love Math Academy, we'll be back next summer. Hmm. You know, so it's like it's sort of the summer crowd. Right. We have a, mm. we, so we had a bunch of people who signed up at the beginning of the summer and then they all canceled at the end of the summer. Hmm. But now we're having more people sign up, I think, for the school year. So there's people who, and I, I think that's kind of how pe- a lot of people think about it. They're like, this is, we're going to do that, f- do this for the school year or we're going to do this for the summer. There are some people who do, who think of it year round and ongoing, but there's that, you're going to have these sort of um, spikes, you know. Mm you know, or where, where the stuff goes up and down because of those things. Um, and so when it gets to the end of the summer and people aren't yet signing up for the school year and all of a sudden you're like, what the hell we're losing people. But it, I think it started to turn upward again. I mean, we haven't, like I said, we haven't gotten into the marketing stuff yet. So there's no dramatic, you know, growth curve or anything like that. But, um, I mean, the good thing is though, we, we do continue to get a lot of positive feedback and, People tell us how much they appreciate the product, and you know, for some people, it's life changing, which is great. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, if we're solving, if we're really solving a problem for you, then it's fantastic. If you're like, oh, a friend of mine told me to try this, and so I sign my two kids up, and then your kids don't really use it, you know, because you're not even sure why you're using it, right? It's like, oh, like mm-hmm. their their son is really smart, and she talked really, you know, she's really enthusiastic about math academy. So I signed my daughter and son up, and yeah, I don't know, they didn't really do anything. Like they don't even know why they're signing up. They don't really know what they're trying to do. There's no real goal, you know. Which I've which I've yeah. talked to you about. It's like, you know, this is a personal trainer. This is serious business. And if if you have a, you want to learn a bunch of math, and you want to learn it, and you want your your kid to get really good fast. And this is the thing to do. If you're just kind of like doing it because I don't know, you heard some other people are doing it and you're not really going to stay on top of it or care if your kids make any progress, then it's just, a, it's a total waste of time, you know? Um, so what, what, like, I, I'm really want to know when you're going to, I know you sort do. Of, I know you do. Yeah. Where, <laughs> so where, I'm not going to give you so an answer because it's I I, I don't I, I'm not going to give you an answer because we're, we're okay. Well, how it. much do you how much stuff do you have to do before you? Because es- essentially, it's um, it's what may, it's when you're com- when you feel comfortable, right? That's when you're going to do it when you feel comfortable. So, what's going to get you to? Oh, feel it's it's not about feeling comfortable. It's about that I have some internal 
uh, tools and uh, functionality that I'm that I'm having to work on for the the content team. Okay, and I'm working on a lot of that stuff. I just can't turn my attention to this other stuff right now. Um, oh, for the content team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the and for if, the people if, who if Alex is yeah. like, yeah, we can't do any of this stuff, or we're having to work around all this stuff, or this is really slowing things up, and I got like ten or twelve people who are slowed down or can't do stuff. Like, I gotta fix that shit, right? Yeah. Like now, yeah. right now, because I'm burning money every day that they are being encumbered with in stuff that's inefficient it doesn't work right that's have to triple check things now because i don't know if this stuff is the, you know what i mean it's just there's issues yeah and there was a lot of stuff that was built by the the Sivalot collective that was just a uh, poor quality or yeah and i had to like rewrite large chunks of it and then i've tried to a long time like rewrite part of not rewrite everything and so, you know, it's just like I'm going to rewrite all this stuff, you know, it's, that's a big time, time commitment. Like, for instance, I just had to, it was funny, like, um, I, I had to, there was no way to, like, add comments because of some, something I changed. And then I went on to look at this code base and it was such a mess. It was unbelievable. And I was like, I can't even figure that what the hell's going on. And I was like, Alex, do you guys even do the threaded stuff? Do you, do you? He's like, oh, no, I don't think. And so I had, I had to rip a bunch of stuff out and kind of rewrite the comment system. And the reason we have comments is because for every topic, they need to make comments like, hey, we need to include some stuff on this or here's some link to some interesting research, uh, some resources or, you know, here we need problems with this. You know, just that go that go at that level of the topic and then those roll up to the course level so you can look at all comments and say, oh yeah, these comments on this topic, we need to go in and make some adjustments. So yeah, come anyway, but that was like one of these things where it's like, uh, Yuri's like, yeah, Jason, I can't add a comment. And I walk in, I'm like, Jesus, you know? And then I just look at the code base and it was like, what the hell is this code? What are they even doing? This is not that complicated for Christ's sakes, you know? And so then oh, I had so to spend like not... a day or day and a half kind of getting all that crap rewritten. So it's like this dumb, stu dumb stuff, but it's like, well, they, the guys, they, they, the content team can't write in comments about any of the topics they're working on as a team, a distributed team. That is not good. It's quite a weird situation that you're in. Like you, you are a total startup, but you're stymied by your own legacy code. Yeah, I, I think hiring, outsourcing the to to contract was the worst worst decision I ever made. Which I know at one time I was like happy because I was excited, like oh, we're making progress. It was like short term progress, yeah. and then the code just got worse and worse and worse, and just a giant mess. And um, because I think what happens is when you get a contractor, so let's just let's just let's just assume that your contractor is competent, okay, and means well. You say, hey, could you work on X? Okay, works on X. Can you work on Y? Okay, works on Y. Can you work on Z? Works on Y. He doesn't go, listen, Jason, I need we need to take a week. I need to refactor X and Y. He did they, yeah, they right. just kind of, all right, whatever, man. I mean, they're just they're mercenaries. They don't really care. I mean, you know, they there's some part of them that cares a little bit, but they don't, they're just like, whatever, man. You Jason told me to work on this. He didn't have they're just not thinking, like, you know, this this code base could be cleaned up. I I really feel like we should spend a little time in here and, and make an argument for why. That that kind of stuff. And and there was some time where I would didn't have stuff and I'd say, Hey, just go refactor some stuff. So not like he didn't ever refactor or I don't know, we call it the collective because I think there were more than one person. And 
but it just, uh, I don't know. I'm just skeptical of, of outsourcing code for things like that. Cause you just get in situations where stuff is just not, you know, to, I mean, it is, it takes a lot of hard work to keep a, to write a, a, a to write non-trivial code that's clean and, and maintain a I mean, good look, code base. If you found someone like Alex, who was a coder, it would be fine, you know, but it's just be super expensive. It's, it's, it's the nature of the, of this, like, Upwork type of thing. Yeah, you're getting what you pay for in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, the yeah. reason the reason that they're 20 bucks an hour is because that's what they're worth, you know. And in and, and net net, at the end of the day, um, you just disappeared on me. You there? I'm turning off the camera because um, y- your bandwidth is really bad. Can you turn off your camera as well? Yeah. Really? My bandwidth is bad? Mm, yeah. Okay, can we uh, can we just take a quick break here? Give me, and I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, sure. Yeah. Do you want to go on to another topic? Let's see. Or had you finished with Math Academy? Um. Oh, I was just going to tell you to uh, two the two things that those are a couple things actually. Justin had finished up is one things one of the problems we had with um, or one of the challenges that we have with our diagnostic exams is they can be a little long sometimes um yeah and so what we're adding is the ability to say whether you just want to take the diagnostic or you actually know some of the course and you want to try and place out of some of it right okay. you can you can yeah. see how that would vary and so um now justin built in the back end um algorithms for that so that'll allow us to cut down these these um, cool quite a bit i mean it, w- it won't cut them in half but it'll, it will definitely shorten them by a, by a substantial amount if if they say look i i have not taken calculus you know but but what but I, I need to be you know we need to figure out what they are missing from you know pre-calculus or algebra or two or whatever but um the thing is that well, what somebody had said, some parents said it was really discouraging to some kids because in a diagnostic like this, we're trying to find the limits of their knowledge, right? Which means we're going to ask you a lot of questions that you're just not going to know how to answer. And yeah. that can, for younger students, they don't quite get that and they feel bad when they miss, when they get the wrong answer. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, it does make sense. So, so do you think this mitigates that? It'll help. I mean, it's like you're going to miss some questions probably, but you're not going to miss as many questions because we're, you know, we're not, we're not going to go above and beyond the the prerequisite course material. We're not going to say, hey, do you know this or how about this or how about that? You know, on, on this more advanced stuff. So, yeah, maybe rather than missing, you know, because you're typically going to get, you're probably going to miss, I don't know half or 30, 30 to 50 percent of the questions maybe um maybe this will bring it down to missing like 15 to 20 percent of the questions assuming you know a reasonable amount so that'll yeah. hopefully that'll help and also like i guess you have a preamble intro that explains that well we will i haven't added in the ui yet but uh, but um justin built the back end for that and the okay. the other thing we we have this thing we call the circuit breaker so if a student occasionally what you'll have is you'll have students who will uh, fail multiple lessons a row, a row, and I like fail hard. Like they're obviously not trying; they're just guessing, and they're just like kind of whatever. It'll like yeah. it'll literally stop it, lock their account, suspend their account, send an email to mom and dad or the teacher, and say, "Hey, 
you know, Sarah is, seems to be struggling right now. Uh, you can click this link to unlock it, but it's probably worth having taking a break, sitting down with her, you know, mm. finding out what the issue is. Because what will happen is sometimes a student is just not in the mood to do any work or they're just they're emotional or frustrated or distracted or whatever. And they're just going to sit there and do damage and just fail a bunch of stuff just because they just maybe don't want to do it and their moms make them do it or something. That'd be really interesting to see what happens with that. Do you want to put the lag? I can't. We. I feel like there's a big lag between you responding. Are you? Are you not able to hear me? Or are you just because you're you can't see me? Um. No, I feel like I'm responding as soon as you say something. We can try and put the camera back on, but yeah. The your your Wi-Fi is as always. I'm literally right in the. Let me see here. Do a speed test. Yeah. Let me see. You need to change your your Wi-Fi provider. Sixty your, your me I'm sixty-four provider. megabytes down. It's the up that's the issue. Ten megabits up is not enough. Eleven. Uh, well, then other people are doing um, a bunch of stuff in the house somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Um, it's really weird. Let, let me just look at mine. Okay. Um, so. Four hundred down. Thirty. Thirty-three up. Four hundred twenty-four down. Thirty-one up. Hmm. I don't know. Really bizarre. Well, you look good now. Thanks, you man. You look great. <laughs> All right. Well, you look like this. You look like this every time. I like it. So cool. Like really cool switching. Just, I like just like really going into stoic. <laughs> like it's, it. sometimes it gets shots of you where you're just looking, you're rolling your eyes. It's like, it's fairly, fairly weird. <laughs> All right. So, um, so moving on, I have a question for you. Uh yeah. Go. What is the deal with list? And here's why I'm asking you. Because <sighs> you initially told me you were going to build it based on what I needed. And then you sort of you said I'm just going to build what Jason wants cuz that'll keep me on track and then you kind of just um blew me off and just said, all right, I'm not going to do that anymore. Which, okay, that's what, fine. It's your thing. What do you need? What do but you need? I, I, I have stuff I need, and if you're not going to add it or stuff, if it's just stopped, then I'm going to leave. And I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it, you know, you're not working on it, and I need this stuff. And if you're not going to do it, then it's I got to find another solution. So the stuff that you need is to be able to collaborate? No, with... actually, more importantly, in the short term, I need, um, I need some of the editing stuff, stuff that you wanted to do. I need hyperlinks and quotes basically the same the same kind of the same kind of basic formatting we'd find in slack the markdown formatting block quote highlight you know make make something a link you know code snippet just the basic markdown type stuff i need that um the other thing that i need because i want to use it beyond just math academy i have a Mm -hmm. bunch of things that i'm thinking about that i want to start putting together but i need privacy i can't this isn't you know i I didn't 
you know, when you were like, hey, I see what you're working on. It's like, no, that's not okay. This is like, you can't read my emails. No, you can't read my personal notes about stuff. Um, even if you're meaning it all in, in goodwill and you're just trying to work it, that's not, I'm, I'm not going to allow anybody to, you know, read what I'm writing up. So I need the encryption or whatever. Now, if, if you, I mean, mm-hmm. it's what I'm saying is if you've moved on, you're working on other stuff, totally fine. But I wanted to let you know that I'm not leaving out of spite or because I don't believe in you. I'm leaving because I need I I need this stuff and I feel blocked because I don't have it. And either if you if you say, okay, Jason, I, I get it. I I, I want to build this stuff anyway. I'm going to jump on this stuff. I'll start knocking the stuff out over the next three, four weeks and I'll get it for you. But if you're like, I don't know, I'm doing other stuff, then I'm going to move over to Obsidian or something else. So you just have to let me because uh, I, I like what you you've built move. better than anything else. I like yeah, List. Yeah better than obsidian it's it's interactivity it's just, i like it better than um notion i like it but i need mm. these other i need privacy and i need um uh the the formatting stuff that would be great now i i would like the collaboration i think that's a killer feature but i need those more power user things that you were planning on building anyway you know so you tell me well you know what so well, a couple of things. I actually have done the um, the, ed- the 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 editing, making things bold, adding links, all that kind of stuff. I just haven't pushed it because I, I needed to test it, and honestly, I'm so out of the the zone of it. So that that's not really very far or very much work to get that live. But the encryption stuff, yeah. Let me put it this way: I would use it. But you have to give me my word. You're not going to be looking at my stuff. What about this? What about if you just get your own server? My own server? Yeah. You just put list on in your Amazon account. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can run it like, so an, open source, your like an open source thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not, not like an open source, but just like I, so I, I, well, okay. Taking a step back. Um, let me just tell you what, you know, what I'm at, what I've been doing instead. Um, and then you can help me evaluate whether, cause my gut reaction is you should move to obsidian. That's my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you the, the other stuff. Um, so, and I don't want to be in a situation where I give you my word mm-hmm. that I'm not going to look at your stuff because there could, because coincidentally I might say something and you'll be like, did you look at my stuff? And then there'll be this mistrust, <laughs> even though if I coincidentally just happened to say something that related to something that you'd written. So it wouldn't be, it's not a good, that's not a good setup, you know. Um, but I stopped working on it because I got, we we, we did, um, well, a couple of things. First of all, Georgie finished the book. No, before this, you were doing some need- indie hacking stuff. Yes, I, I was doing that. So what before, is that? Before, Let's go back. What happened? Because you, you haven't been working on it for a while now. Yes. So what happened was, and I feel, this is where I feel. That's why I'm asking you, because I'm calling your bullshit. Yeah, okay. So let's hear it. I know. I get it. I get it. Um, so I was. we had a mastermind session, and we were talking about one of the things, one of the topics that we got onto in our mastermind session with, like, I had to this uh, this weekly group. We were just all talking about our legacy products. And I was talking about mine and I was just talking about how irritated I was that Rob Walling had done these great videos and it was driving all this traffic to Nugget and 
Nugget had gone from like 11,000 to 15,000 registered users because of this traffic that Rob was driving there. And I was doing nothing with it. And it just seemed kind of irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then uh, Chaz suggested, well, you know, why don't you just um, do a simple email? Like just to, just like email out five ideas a week, you know, to just keep the, to just keep the list hot. And so then I thought, well, I would do that, but I don't think I want to because it's going to take up time. But there was a, there was a, a person talking in the Nugget Slack who seemed to be really into Nugget. And I just wondered, would they be interested in helping support that? You know, would they be interested in helping do the work on that to keep that alive? So then I um, connected with them and then we spoke and uh, it was a good it was a good connection. And what I realized was then <laughs> I kind of do want to do this, but I don't really like Nugget. Um, the, the, I don't even like the brand. I'm kind of over the brand. And I thought it, it would be really nice to just shift those users to the brand that I do like, which was what I call the Indie Founder Bootcamp. Indie Founder is the brand that I like. And I already had done a logo competition, had a really nice logo for Indie Founder and really liked that brand and had a really nice domain name. So I then went and worked on this, um, found this really great newsletter software called Beehive and um, created IndieFounder.co and uh, put together like three three sort of core pages. And then we sort of ran through a few um creating a few ideas emails together and then we shifted the list over and we've now sent out three emails to the list and the list um after cleaning the list uh because you know you can't just start sending emails to a, a cold list so i cleaned the list made sure that all the emails are relevant and it, it was about twelve thousand relevant users twelve and a half thousand and so um we sent out three Who's emails we? and Why it's you keep just, saying we well because i i've connected i'm sort of partnering with this guy oh another partner great another partnership (laughs) because these have all worked out so fucking well all right go on (laughs) look i i'm i'm an optimist man i'm an optimist i don't i i refuse to believe that that life will never work in the way that i want it to work so anyway so it and it is going well it is going well and um but the ma- the main point of this is just to not waste not waste that entire user base. So now the user base has moved over. They're receiving um very simple five ideas a week and there has been zero spam reports. Um there's been good feedback. It's and it's good. So I'm just it's so it's a bunch sort of, of people aren't paying work. you are happy to receive your emails about ideas. Yes. Who cares? Why, why some, are you doing this? At so, well, because at some point in the future, I, I may want to do something with that. I want to grow that list. I mean, in its own right, a list can be, you know, an audience can be useful um, in its own right. And I may have some business idea. I mean, I'm, I am quite into that space. So anyway, that isn't, that isn't really what's taking up the, the time. I mean, that's... Yeah, it was. That's it was taking up a time. It was last few... Don't don't no oh, no, no, re, no no revisionist revisionism here. I mean, it was just a. It's been just very recently, like in 
less than a week where Georgie was done with her book or you're starting to do stuff. I mean, this, this has not been, this is, you have not worked How on list. Like, because I'm on, because you talk about it on discord, dude, come on. Um, well, so listen, you've been working was... on list in a long time. It was well before the Irish Correct. game. It's been what? Four months, five months. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. It's like, been that but long, but, but you remember? I mean, you give me all this shit. You don't believe in list, and this is my math academy. I mean, all that you give me all these <laughs> bullshit, right? Well, this is why I don't get vested in this stuff because you quit. You um, quit. I mean, because here's the thing: list is fucking good. It's fucking good. I use it. I don't. I would not use it if it sucked. I would not use right. it if it wasn't good. I use it because it's fucking good. And then you left it. And I'm like, and now I'm feeling guilty because I'm like, it's does, he's not adding these, these core features they said he was going to add that I need. And uh, I don't know. I, but I'm feeling blocked because I want this stuff because I, I this stuff that I want to do with it, it should be able to do. And I can't do it. So I'm blocked. So, you know, what do I do here? Do I just I send him an email and he's going to get feelings hurt because I moved over to Notion or some bullshit, which I, which I don't want to because I don't, I want to support him. And I like it. I like List. I like how yeah. fast it is. I mean, these other things are overcomplicated, you know, because a lot of times you say about like, well, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to compete with Notion? Well, you build something that's less complicated. See, it's just, it's always, it's just that innovator's dilemma. They, you start with a product and you keep building and building and, and, and adding more and more of your power users. And pretty soon it's in a, inaccessible to people who have, who have simpler problems to solve. And, and, and then it opens a door. And that's why there's a door open for you, for instance, if you wanted to go through it. So, I don't know. I mean, just imagine how far List would be, through, how much further along List would be. I mean, if he had been working on this nonstop, I don't mean madness, but just solidly, consistently for the last five, six months, you'd have collaboration, you'd have all the advanced formatting in, you'd have corruption, you'd have all this stuff. Be done. Just be. You know, it's it's so funny because it's like it's that um, that video that Mark posted um, to Horm- to the guy called uh, Hormozy. Did you see that? Did you watch that no. video? Mm-mm. So basically, it's 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 this guy and uh, who's very successful. I know who he is. Very successful, I know who he is. like acquire acquire dot com. Yeah, I know. And and he's just he's just talking the whole way through, and he's just saying, essentially, he's just making one point: the only thing that's stopping you from true success is just not sticking with the same thing. Like yeah, lev- leverage comes from sticking with the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's where the leverage comes. And that has comes. been your the problem further... <laughs> is you just like you're like the attention of a goldfish. <laughs> the further that you he's like and and he he like comes up with example after example after example of like how this guy you know one you know a friend of his didn't stick with us another friend of his another friend of his and how he did and how how it just and it was just it was very very good to watch and very convincing. But still I completely ignored it. Um, discipline. So, that's what you have to have. Discipline. You have to have. You have to have. Uh, you have to be able to tell yourself, "No, I'm not doing this other thing I want to do. I'm doing the thing I need to do." Which is well, you know what it is. It's like you. Th- I think I. I was just thinking. All right, if I do this, I'm going to sort of sidewind this, and it's just going to take a week. But then, when you get into something, you unwrap it, and you like you pull the threads, and you're like, "No, but it would be better if it was." A diff- if it was the indie fan no but it'd be better if it was the- no but it would be better for it. and so you just sort of keep on adding to it 
I hope you're not talking to Georgie about this. She's a fucking kill you. No, I'm not. Good. Because I'm about <laughs> to call her and tell her. <laughs> yeah, she, well, no, because she's, she's going to be like, I mean? what are you doing? I mean, the the truth is, is what I what I'm actually working on right now, hard, pretty hardcore, is play strong. Which, obviously, I told you to work on from the start, but you yes. said no. I have to work on list, and so then I supported you on list. But you're like, I don't like play strong. It's boring. I want it's not cool. I want, I need to do a tech thing. It's not technical enough. Look, here's the, here's here's my position on this. As your friend, and as a well, and as a frustrated user, beta tester, <laughs> but mostly as your friend, <laughs> I've got to stick with the play strong stuff. I you have to do play strong because it's making money. <laughs> it is making money, Justin, and mm-hmm. where there is in 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 without even a ton of work you're making good money. So with some consistent work, you're going to make more money. And you're talking, keep talking about, I want to become financially independent. Okay. Well, this is your ticket. Work on this really hard for two or three years and you probably can get there. Um, I think, you know, some of the other guys in discord, I think Mark Boyder talking about this, maybe Amaral, whether they were like, you know, dude, just, you can work a little bit on 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 list on the side just to keep because mm. to keep your for fun, but you know, play strong is your main thing. But you can't be doing like three things, man. Like, what are you doing? Did Nugget or found Indie Founder? And I mean, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Well, this is the real. I see, I you. see. The thing with your mastermind is, I think you got a bunch of people. Nobody who's going to tell you, call you on your bullshit is a problem. Is you got the wrong people in your mastermind. Oh. You got a bunch of nice guys. Somebody's going to say this is bullshit. Look, here. My opinion is this: Yes, work on play strong. But as you say, whenever there's a point where you can't do anything because you need to work with George and she's working on her book or something then go, go all out on lists. And that's going to happen a lot, right? Because she's not always available and it really takes both you guys working on a lot of this stuff. Um, but list, you got a, you got a good, you got a great start. I mean, it was kind of janky at first, but it, it's not janky anymore. <laughs> right? No, it was. I mean, the first few years, it's like all software was kind of janky. It was kind of ugly. It was like, ugh. Hey, we use my janky software. Grace oh, much. Fine, you know. But now it's good. Now I like it. Now I'm just pissed because you're like, I mean, you know, there's all these things you're talking Do you about. use the search on it yet? No, I don't really use the search. Do you use the image feature that I built on no, it? No, I haven't. I haven't. So, so you how didn't build do the I know? For, you didn't it, build the search for me. So don't, don't. No, complain. okay. But how do I, like, you don't use the image feature. So how do I know that if I, if I build this other stuff that you'll even use it? Well, I guess you don't. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, what, what can I, what can I tell you? I mean, I, I can tell you, it, I'll, I'm just telling you this. I would like to use it. I would love to use it, but I can't continue to use it for, for much more if you don't have these features in it. If you don't care and you're moving on to Indiana, that's fine. Just let me know. I'll be disappointed, but I'm not going to feel bad about it because you've decided you're not really going to support it and you're doing something else. But I just want to kind of get a, get some information here. I, I and, and to tell you, I think it's really cool. And I think if you if you actually stuck with it and worked on it for another eighteen months, you know, you'd really you'd really have something. 
But that said, right. I think um, I think that uh, um, play strong to the degree that Georgie has time to work on it will probably make the real money in the in the near term. And I mean near term over the next year or two. I mean, List is going to take a little more time, but List is cool. Yeah. But getting right. started on this indie boot camp bullshit, I mean, whatever, man. You've said you've set your pace. I, I got I've more. You when, I got more. You want some more? <laughs> Go on. I'm what? just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, a uh, couple last things. I guess we're going to be signing off in about 20. Oh, we got about a little while. Yeah, um, got 25 minutes of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, as you know, I mean, I'm giving you a hard time because if I thought if I thought list sucked, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. I'm mad because no, I, I think I, it's good I, and no I No like need it, to rehash. You know. No need to rehash. Okay, listen. Something that you mentioned on Discord um that you that you'd said you understood. So I want you to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Is biology the network state? Oh well, I didn't read the network state. Well, but about his ideas. Well, okay. Well, I don't know if I said I understood it. I mean, I listened to his five hours of 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 present five hour presentation. Now, the, unfortunately, I listened to it. I didn't watch it. Like he was showing a bunch of slides, so I couldn't. I mm. couldn't see. The, I didn't see the slides. Um, but. Uh, he has this concept of the blue tribe, the red tribe, and the um, gray tribe. And the okay. blue and red are the obvious, you know, Democrat, liberal, Republican, conservative, and the gray tribe is the technology. But the way he really said it was really, one thing that was really interesting, he said a number of things that were really interesting, but one of it was that the, the, the red tribe is the tribe of the past. They want to keep things the way they were in the past. They want to take things back to the way they were in the past. Yeah, the gray tribe, the blue tribe, wants to keep everything the way it is in the present. The gray tribe is the future. So the blue tribe is against things like self-driving cars. They're against AI. They're against a lot of technology. Right? They're scared of technology. When you talk about the future, it means the future of technology, not some change in some social policy or whatever. Um, and he he really kind of goes builds on he he he. he describes why that is the way it is and what that means and you know basically how he and all the other guys in the podcast those people are really members of the great tribe so all the all the people who are excited about ai all the people excited about crypto all the people who are excited about cloud stuff they're all they're all great tribe primarily so wait so red tribe is looking backwards mm-hmm. blue tribe is what the present oh blue tribe is now yeah they're now okay. they, they don't about, really want to change in the future yeah. but they don't want to go back yeah and, and yeah, he, okay. I mean, I'm not going to try and um, I'd rather not try and paraphrase everything because I'm going to do a poor job of it because I haven't listened to it in a week and I haven't been thinking about it. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's really fascinating. I mean, he's, he's talked a lot about what's going on in San Francisco, even though he's in India and he's like, look, like, I don't really care as much about San Francisco. I mean, I've been thinking more about India because I'm living, I think, he, I don't know if he's living in India, but that's where he's from. And um, he's like, but, you know, San Francisco, just like Twitter is like the front lines of yeah. all this stuff. The censorship, the canceling, the, you know, the argue, the push the back and forth, the homelessness, the, oh, the, the, pol- the progressive policies that have led to like a lot of what's happening in San Francisco and the fight against that and everything. Anyway, it's 
it's fascinating. I mean, he, the thing with Balaji is, I mean, he's obviously a, a very sharp guy and he's a, he, he's a, he's a, he's got a, high powered brain. He thinks about a lot of stuff. He knows about a lot of stuff. He brings up references, a lot of things from history, from economics, everything pulls it all in. Um, and so he creates this sort of model of reality And like all models. They're saying mm-hmm. is all models are wrong. Some are useful, right? All models mm-hmm. are a simplification. You could say, well, the red isn't really a party of the past or the blue isn't really, you could, yeah. Okay. But maybe these statements are more true than they're false. They're not 100% true, but maybe they're 75% true. Maybe they're 85% true. Maybe they're true they're they're true enough that it makes the model useful. Right? Mm-hmm. And um I think that's one thing you have to always keep in mind because if you're trying to simplify you, a model is a simplification of some aspect of reality. If we if we don't have a model, we're just talking about reality and all of its complexity and it's almost impossible to make any make any general you can't make a generalization generalization is a model right so you can't make any uh well we're everything is a one-off decision you know you're like well we can't learn from anything because nothing can compare it to everything else because it's it's everything's a own thing so i don't know i mean i would i would listen to have you not listened to it yet no, I haven't, and that's what I wanted to understand. But does he explain that? So he doesn't explain the network state stuff. In no, it. it's all new. It's all new stuff. I mean, he, I mean, people. I, I I think I listened to. I don't know. Maybe they referenced it. I mean, he brings in some ideas from the network state. You know, I mean, the idea that you can be a you can be part of some state that doesn't have a physical reality to me doesn't seem very uh, plausible. It doesn't seem very workable. It sounds more like a science fiction concept that's fun to to play around with but i just that doesn't seem so being having not read it that's just my reaction it's like so so what was he what was the like okay so you've defined the the blue like the red tribe the blue tribe and the gray tribe is the reason why that helps us because it creates a model it like yeah and models creates allow you to see things that maybe you couldn't see because there is more truth than there is falsehood to the generalization it brings in some truth to the matter um so i'm trying to figure out how deep i want to get into this um so does the yeah. does the model explain why the blue the blue people want to go down the covid vaccine route the red people don't and the gray people not specifically that it's yeah. more about like how to how how to solve some of these these problems i mean basically basically blue has power now but red's completely out of power and they don't even understand like red's trying to play blue's game and it's going to and it's continuing to lose blue has the institutions it has universities it has media it has um uh you know nonprofits it has it's mainstream. It has control. Yeah. Um, so, and when red tries to do, use the same tax as blues, it's playing on, uh, it's not on home turf. It's, and it's losing. It doesn't know why it's losing. And so blue has a lot more control over a lot of things. Now they control the CIA, the FBI, the justice department, the you know, NBC, CNN, Washington post, Harvard, Stan, you know, whatever. So they, you know, um, and red is just kind of like, is kind of pathetic right now. They're just losing, and you know, uh, 
Now, what you might say to that is you might say, well, you know, some of the red ideas are, are dumb, and that might very well be true. I don't, I'm, I'm not a member of either tribe. But when you have one tribe that has control, you start to create quite a little bit of a mono-control culture, then you start having a problem. And you might say, well, you know, the House and the Senate or whatever, you know, they, they're switching sides. But it's, regardless of what's going on in Congress, um, is who controls the institutions. Oh, hold you on, know? I've lost you. Let me work out what's going on. Can you keep talking? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, that's weird. I shut down I shut down my Discord because I didn't want to get distracted by um alerts. But that shut shut the sound down so I couldn't hear you anymore. Okay, we good now? Yeah, good, yeah. Um anyway, look, I mean he he actually doesn't get into that aspect of it as much. He more characterizes the tribes, and then he spends a lot of time later explaining how Gray can win his strategy, hmm. how they can win. Okay. It's still a low probability play because blue is completely dominant right now. How, how does gray, how does gray get some control? How do, how, how do we fix some of the things that are going on in San Francisco, for instance, because that is that stuff starting in San Francisco and it's spreading to other cities, you know, fentanyl addicts, intense in, in, intense and homeless people all over the place break-ins and looting and that stuff has expanded where all these you know um retailers and businesses are leaving have left san francisco are leaving it's coming to portland same things happen to portland's you know it's starting to spread right so how do you how do we fix that how does san francisco yeah. fix this and so being the front lines ideas? he's like okay because a lot of people who are still in san francisco that are great tribe a lot of people who left were great tribe left san francisco He's like, but the people who are gray tribe are still there are kind of there for irrational reasons, which is good because if you're irrational, you're going to fight to the death no matter what. I mean, the rational thing is to just leave. I'm screwed. I'm going to Austin or whatever. I'm going to LA or going to, you know, Miami or wherever people went to. But um, the uh, the um, but he said, you know, when you have a rash irrationality then you have people people are going to stay and fight kind of to the death then you have something to build on so anyway he start he goes into all this stuff I mean, it's hours of this stuff it's i mean Bology's always he's 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 fun man he's fun to listen to you may not understand everything he's saying you may not agree with everything he's saying you're like that certainly is interesting it's certainly some interesting ideas i would have a did, did he have um, a plan for the great yeah. like yeah he, he laid he out a whole strategy what can you like give us so a, you don't want to listen to the 5 hours is this you're trying to get away so not, basically not what you're trying to do is you're <laughs> <laughs> I'm using you as my chat GPT oh, summarizer. Well, he, well, basically, his idea is that the Gray Tribe needs to start in San Francisco its own mini tribes, right? So, like, they're all Gray Tribe, but they're like, like, there's certain people like Mike Solana and, oh, what's her, like Handler is her last name, or Gary Tan, and they have their own followings of people. You know, the Y Combinator people, the crypto, you know, whatever. Yeah. And those people can start sort of their own kind of tribes. They're all, it's almost like the Crips and the Bloods, right? They're like the Bloods or the Crips, like they have your own like sub 
tribes within there, right? Yeah. You know how that works. So he's like, you do yeah. that kind of thing, and he's talking about you have meetups, and then we and you and you have people pay money so that they actually have skin in the game, and then you have people actually doing things, and you have swag, swag like T-shirts and stuff. Like I'm part of Grey Trap. You kind of start making another thing, and then you start buying up real estate, and you start making Grey Tribe real estate, and you kind of start donating money to the police, and you start getting the police on your side, and you kind of this whole step by step by step, and you do it block by block. Like in our Grey Tribe, you know, we have the whole thing kind of walled off, or, or cordoned off in certain ways. So you can't have, you know, fentanyl addicts and people sleeping in there and garbage everywhere it's like everything is pretty there's no looting the police actually do what they're supposed to you don't have cars get don't get broken into you know everything is this is a great tribe this is not you know and you do it and he's like as soon as that start happens the the blue tribe is going to howl they're going to lose their minds and then they're not only going to be trying to bring all the power that they have of their you know 57 billion dollar a year budget or whatever it is they're going to call and help from the state and from the Government, the federal government, or whatever, but it's it's going to be a huge thing. But um, but that's what he said. But it's going to have to. It's basically this is block by block, kind of urban warfare, bottom up, bottom up. It's like bottom up reclaiming urban warfare. But I think I think what he's got right is that it has to go from cloud to real world at some point, right? People can break into stores yeah. and people who can defecate in the street and people who can do drug deals in the open without repercussions. Like, nobody wants to be around that. And so people are leaving it. And if the, co- if the cops aren't going to do their job and the DAs aren't going to do their job, or the cops can't do the job because the DAs won't do their job, or the DAs can't do the job because, you know, whatever laws by the city council or whatever, then um, things just start falling apart. And um, he's... Uh, He's basically outlining a a strategy that he thinks is low probability, but something like that is going to have to happen to make to 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 win, and um, you know, and and I think what I think most you know he doesn't say this, but I think when he talks about gray, I mean a lot of people in gray are probably like people who are aligned with a lot of what would be sort of normal Democrat. They're not necessarily Republicans or anything else or, or mm, anarchy, yeah. but they're just like this far left progressivism that, that has let, made all, all this stuff happen. They're not down with that. They're not down with yeah. taking algebra <laughs> calculus out of schools yeah. and, 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 and taking and defunding police and allowing tents. Like th- this stuff has just gone off the fucking rails. And so this would be a lot of like, you know, who would be former or would consider themselves blue, but they're just, they're, that's just too far for them. So people in the, the people in, who occupy the middle 50%, 25% left, 20 right, but who are also more like, look, I, I'm not down with the, the far left or the far right stuff that's, that people are going on. I'm more practical, but I am reality based, but I am future looking. Like I believe in technology. It would be like, it's, it's a legitimate, I, I like as you describe it. It sounds like a legitimate path towards a third party. This this never worked in U.S. history. The way our system works, it always ends up being a game theoretical problem of, you know, the 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 least worst of things. So a lot of times, what ends up happening is that is the two end up the the third party ends up just making one of the other main parties win. You know, weaker. Like yeah. I'm a yeah. Perot ran, and uh, you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Ross Perot and all that stuff. So. 
that's how that's how the Republicans get in power <laughs> sometimes. But no, but it's true. It's just the other party. It's whoever who whoever is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's um, it whoever they align. I, with. I would I would listen, dude. You got walking to do, loadabology, loadabology. I've got walking. I've got some decisions to make about what where to spend my time. Oh, this has been a very this has been a, this has been an interesting show. This has been really down. Down. This has been a down show. Downer. Yeah. Why is it down? There's been all this personal talk. I said down about our lives. About our therapy sessions. I don't have therapy sessions, Justin. About our <laughs> lack of parenting. Oh, get out of your head. Get ahead. All you okay. got to do is prioritize about, about prioritize and make shit right. happen. Do list. Go on a walk. You know, like last show, I was, on, I was on the top of the world. Top of the world. Except for that one little question you asked about what's happening with list. But apart from that, last show was great. Um, Now I'm going to be on the top of the world again i hope sometime soon but right now all right well switching topics since you're (laughs) you're bringing me down jesus christ (laughs) um so colby's going back to college tomorrow yeah so um okay i thought he made so he did not do a public launch Oh, a little of the shy game. of public launch of the game, Galactic Conquerors. But he made a ton of progress, so I am happy about that. You know, single mm-hmm. and player mode as well, uh, fog of war, skill trees, audio and haptics, animation stuff, progressive, current progressive web app. Um, I mean, it's and it's it's totally, it's all working. It's all, it's a complete game. Um, the only things that he really has to do at this point, I think he's, he needs to create like a, a more of a website around it with tutorials and how, or at least how this stuff works, what it is. Yeah. Some video, That's getting started key. videos and some basic discussion, discussion, um, or at least something. Um, but he also needs, he needs some graphics. Like he just can't have circles and squares as his, uh pieces and using colors to differentiate them yeah you were, you guys were going to get a designer right yeah so we were getting close to doing that but it kept being like uh you know has this one more thing it's like oh there's no single player mm-hmm. mode like well i was like how are people going to be able to play it? nobody can play single player mode and then i was like multiplayer and i'm like what well, do you have like a random queue and he's like oh i don't have that and i'm like well how the hell if you went to the hacker news launch can anyone play anyone else like you need to have like a queue where like wait you know you i want to go and play someone put your name up and then match it with somebody. So he built that in. So it was just a, like a lot of last minute bug fixes and things. And I, it got to the point where it's like, he's, I'm like, better not launch it now. Um, so I think what, so what's going to happen? He's going to work on it. Um, oh no. Yeah, no, he's going to continue working on it in the school year. And I think it's one more summer. So I think okay. one more summer, I think probably focus, I get the graphics in, um, the getting really good graphics, um, maybe some custom music, custom sound, and um, AI, really good AI. So not just AI, because right now he's single player mode. He has things called Doomsday Machines, which are just sort of like big, mm-hmm. dumb, powerful things that can that you got to fight against. But you can't have like another player that has that is sort of competing like a human. That's that's going to be super hard. But I was like, that would be a fantastic learning experience to try and 
yeah, get some of sure. that going. And and this is as much a learning experience as it is a uh, as a as an attempt to, to launch a um, something real into the world. Would he do rules based AI? Probably do a combination of a lot of things. I think it just depends. I think it would be sort of... I was looking at... There's a few books called like AI Wisdom 1, 2, and 3. I think there was like three volumes and each one was like a chapter written by some someone with a lot of experience or expertise in that area. You know, maybe someone who had done the economy and civilization and they write a chapter on how to do a simulated economy or something or how to do, you know whatever and um i was thinking maybe i'd get you know one or two of them and say okay like let's start looking at this just try and plan this out together and say what kind of and i probably work with justin um sky skies oh yeah you know, uh, he's um you know he obviously knows a lot about this stuff so we can get some some suggestions for him but um yeah so i'm i mean this the the, the game is this game is impressive um but it's just a, you know it is it's a lot to launch something real really really hard mm-hmm. so yeah. but he also he, the is. other thing too is he's um he's going back a week early because he's um he has his moving day for his apartment he's moving into an apartment with some buddies and uh next week he has to take um i think i mentioned this, he's taking uh four credit exams in multivariable calculus and linear algebra just to place out of them and get credit for them i don't know did i, I mention that on the show or not um I don't think yeah, he did. so he he got he he got initially we got waivers for these for these classes so he could take more advanced classes, but then when he decided to double major in math um as well as computer science, then uh, the undergraduate um advisor was like, "Listen, Colby, you know you should we can take some four credit exams and it'll be much easier because he was the one who was talking Colby into double majoring in math. And so he's like, look, yeah. you know, if you already know this stuff, then what we can do is arrange to have you take some four credit exams. And so then you'll be that much closer to getting your math undergrad degree. Cause he already had to take a bunch of math courses for CS and he got a bunch of credit from the AP exam. So if he passes the, these, he has to take two tests the next week and then he's going to take another two in the winter but that'll uh, together will give him four the credit for four entire courses which is a big difference and he'll do some studying on math academy well he did he did that all summer on math academy so because he hadn't done a lot of this stuff since his freshman year of high school (laughs) i mean the multivariable calculus linear algebra was there mostly for how did he find it like was he was easy to catch it up yeah he thought it was like mostly like oh yeah right i remember this now oh yeah you know, it's a lot of mm. easy for him. It was the linear algebra. I think he felt was really easy. I mean, he 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 didn't require as much to spin back up on that. The multivariable calculus took a little more, uh, and I think the reason is because we didn't we were missing a lot of multivariable calculus in the system. So in his junior and senior year, when the system would assign review from older courses, there was no multivariable calculus being assigned to him. So he's getting no review on that for years. Where mm-hmm. linear algebra, we had more of that, so he had been kind of periodically having to do review review assignments on that. So that was that was he was a little stayed a little sharper on that. Was he uh, inspired or into XP this time around? Oh, I don't or... think he really cared about that. I mean, he he did fifty XP a day. Yeah. Just as like this is like he's like this okay. is a good pace. Well, he was the top of the platinum league. I mean, he was leading the top of the league because he was cranking out 50 a day and then 100 on the weekends. So he was cranking. But he, but okay. being, but he, he's coming more from the perspective of an adult. Like he's doing this for himself. 
right? He's not yeah. doing it for me. He's not doing it for a grade. He's doing it because he wants, he wants to get credit for these exams and he knows this will prepare him. So he's like, all right. He kind of made up his own plan. He's like, all right, I'm going to do 50 XP a day on each. And I was like, great. Sounds good. And what I did to help cool. him is I had, um, I asked Justin to create practice exams, two practice exams each in linear algebra and um, multivariable calculus. I said, okay. Each of these courses cover the first half of the... Each of these classes cover the first half of these courses. So the linear algebra is a two-quarter sequence. Multivariable calculus is a two-quarter sequence. He's going to take the exam for the first course in each sequence. And I said, I asked Justin, I was like, could you please create... If you were a professor and you came in, create a sample hour and a half, two-hour final exam, four-credit exam for each of these courses. But make them a little harder and a little deeper in the subject than you know, 50%, maybe go 65, 70% just to play it safe. And this is all free mm -hmm. response, just like you'd walk in. And it was a course. And, and I said, here are the links to the courses. So he went back and looked at some old exams, some old problem sets, some old syllabi and was like, okay, I think I know. And so then he went and looked at material. And so he created a couple of these things and Colby ace, the linear algebra one, the first linear algebra, the, the multivariable one was rough because he actually hadn't seen a lot of the stuff in years and he hadn't gotten as far through the material. And so yeah. he had completed the linear algebra course, but he only got 70% of the way through the multivariable based on the system. But the way the system was working, it didn't hit all the main things that this courses would. So Justin had to go on and set gravity, which I've talked about to the, as to these, all these main topics. So Colby spent the last couple of weeks going through all that. So then he took a retake of it and he, he crushed it. So I right. think, I don't know. He has a good shot. I told him, I said, look, if you face plan on these, it's done, right? I mean, he's, they're not going to give them to you again, and they're not going to let you take the second yeah. one. And it's going to yeah. be really embarrassing. So make sure you're like, I mean, this is this represents save because each course is like three grand. So you're saving like, yeah. and it's $100 or $125 a test. So you're saving $12,000 and you're saving an entire quarter worth of courses. So, you know, make it. Books out well for Maybe, both yeah, guys Well, you know, I was talking to him about this the other day. It's like, you know, his college experience is going really well because he's um he's taking all these really advanced courses. He's not wasting time taking a bunch of really intro bullshit courses. He's and so I, you know, he and it's just going to keep getting better and better. This year, I'll be taking senior level courses and graduate courses in computer science, and and so that's gonna that's gonna move the needle. So have you got any shows to recommend? Yeah, let me see here real quick. I was going to... Foundation, oh, I'll say, is... You like it? Quite good. Oh, it I mean, sucked. it's... it's. I mean, it's... It's, it's really... It's, it's really garbage. Slow. It's garbage. It's shite. <laughs> well, I've, I'm finding season two better than season one, because season one was slow and also had no characters that you were interested in. At least season two, I think they've like they've realized that and they they've made the people more personable or something. Yeah, instead it was, yeah, it was kind of bad. I mean, it was it wasn't anything like the book. It's nothing like Foundation. Like books. I, I mean, it's just, a different thing. Yeah, I gave up. I made it like halfway through this first season, and then I and I just gave up. You know, um, you know Andor. Yeah. You know the main city area where that yeah. guy has his shop. To me, that is what Trantor is supposed to look like. I always had in my mind it was like that kind of a vibe, that kind of mm -hmm. like a the, the the foundation way of like displaying Trantor is a bit weird. It's just like 
little, I don't know, a Zen garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, Trantor was much more of just like this just city of metal and, you know, I don't know. It was <laughs> yeah. weird. You're right. I, 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 I agree with that. Um, yeah, it was disappointing. I'm a huge, I was a huge Foundation fan. And then it was, I mean, there was, it was just frustrating. I remember watching some guy who um, was, he was reviewing it and he says, I don't have high hopes for this because the guy they've hired to write this has no experience world building. He has no idea how to do that. Mm. He's never done anything like that. So the chance they're going to build, because okay. Foundation doesn't really have these kind of characters like this. And so this guy had to create, it's like creating um, Game of Thrones from whole cloth. I mean, it's like, you know, you just have someone explain Game of Thrones through some political, economic perspective, and then you got to create all these characters. I mean, you know, most people can't do that. That that takes, there are very yeah. few really good world builders out there. And the person he hired, or was hired to be the main writer, I don't, I don't know who he was, but the guy's like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think this guy's going to pull this off, just telling you. And yeah, he was right. In my opinion, mm. but I made the uh, I All made right. uh, I I I mean I suggested Idiocracy last night. You ever seen Idiocracy? Okay, yeah. yeah so we watched that. Idiocracy it, last night, guys. Who's the guy in that? Uh, uh, oh, uh, not Owen Wilson. Uh, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I mean, it was it's a stupid movie, but I was like, you know, it's just one of these movies that people refer to. They say, oh, it's like Idiocracy. And they don't know what you're, mm. you know what you're talking about. So I'm like, you need to watch, you need to watch Idiocracy, and uh, that was, I mean, it was probably worth it. I mean, it was, it, it will say it was like that's so dumb. I, I'm not gonna get an hour and a half back. I said, I agree. <laughs> it is stupid. I mean, it's, it's, it's like Bill and Ted's exit. But you need to understand the quote. Well, you, you need, need to understand, understand the, the reference. Quote. That's why you need to understand it. the reference. Yeah, you know, and uh, I just. I I made Izzy watch. I think I've talked about this. I made her watch a bunch of old um, horror and science fiction movies with me, like yeah. um, The Fly and King Kong and all that stuff. And um, and and then and and all those times, all this stuff keeps coming back references. And I'm like, see, I told you. And I told, and she used to complain about it. She's like, oh, this is, and I'm like, just. Just what you know, and you know the, the day the Earth stood still. You know these fifties things. I think the King Kong movie was like the tw- late twenties or something, or early thirties. And then um, I met. We had a back to school or open house thing uh, la- uh, last week with her, with her, and so we went and you know sat with each one of her teachers for like fifteen minutes. And and her film, uh, her she's taking film. And the guy's like, yeah, she's talking about how much she really enjoyed watching all these old movies with you. You I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, she just complained. <laughs> Every time, like, oh, we're going to watch this. She's like, oh, do I have to? Yes, you have to. It's film school. This is dad film school. But uh, but now that's but now awesome. she looks back on it fondly, so that's good. All right, so you got to go. I can tell you're, uh, you got the, do you get the call yet? Or you just got the alarm. I didn't get the call, but um, I think I do think it's a good it's a good call of yours. Okay, good call of yours. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Well. <laughs>